0: The songwriter said it is so sweet this means it is so sweet to trust in Jesus oh how sweet to trust in Jesus yes it is sweet to trust in Jesus I'm so glad I learned to trust I'm so glad I learned to take him at his word. Heavenly Father, thank you today. Oh Lord, I ask you that someone will find the sweetness in trusting your word. Someone will find the sweetness in trusting the leading of the Holy Spirit. And so, Lord, I present every listener to you. Father, may they hear the voice. Oh, God, that you're speaking. May they hear the Holy Spirit and see the Holy Spirit directing their lives. Father, into your hands I commit them. And I ask you, Lord, that such a one who has been led... By his or her self will, will recognize that your presence makes a difference in your lives. In Jesus' name, welcome again to another new and exciting series on what matters most. This is week three, and I want to thank you for listening and for sharing the word of God. It is evident that you are sharing the word of God from the voice of prayer. The last time I checked it, which was two days ago, it is now in 20 different places, countries. I couldn't believe when I saw places like Cyprus, India switzerland germany Netherlands, and the list go on i want to thank you so much 20 different countries god is awesome today i want to share with you from the book of second kings five twenty-five. and i've always been fascinated with this story and again the topic is what matters most so as i'm explaining and sharing you're going to keep that in mind and this passage of scripture recalls an incident with Gehazi the servant of Elisha God's prophet and Naaman when Naaman was instructed to dip himself seven times in the river Jordan to be clean because he had leprosy he was a leper so I'm just going to pick up at a point. I think I'm going to be from verse 15, 2 Kings 5, verse 15. This was after Naaman went and dipped himself in the river Jordan. Then Naaman and all his attendants went back to the man of God. He stood before him and said, Now I know that there is no God in all the worlds except in Israel please accept now a gift from your servant the prophet answered as surely as the lord lives whom i serve i will not accept a thing and even though naaman urged him he refused if you will not said naaman please let me your servant be given as much earth um, as a pair of mules can carry for your servant will never again make burnt offerings and sacrifices to any other gods but the lord but may the lord forgive your servant for this one thing when my master enters a temple of ramon to bow down and he is leaning on my arm and i bow there also when i bow down in the temple of Rimon, may the lord forgive your servant for this go in peace elijah said after Naaman had traveled some distance Gehazi the servant of Elisha the man of God said to himself he said so in other words he reasoned with himself he made this ultimate calculated decision on him, by himself I'm going to continue my master was too easy on Naaman this army by not accepting from him what he brought as surely as the Lord lives I will run after him and get something from him. So Gehazi hurried after Naaman. When Naaman saw him running toward him, he got down from the chariot and to meet him. Is everything all right, he asked. Everything is all right, Gehazi answered. My master sent me to say, two young men from the company of the prophets have just come to me from the hill country of Ephraim. Please give them a talent of silver and two sets of clothing. By all means, take two talents," said Naaman. He urged Gehazi to accept them, and then tied up the two talents of silver in two bags with two sets of clothing. He gave them to um, he gave them to two of his servants, and they carried them ahead of Gehazi. When Gehazi came to the hill, he took the things from the servant and put them away in the house. He went. He sent the men away, and they left. Then he went in and stood before his master Elisha. Where have you been, Gehazi, Elisha asked. Your servant didn't go anywhere, Gehazar answered. But Elisha said to him, Was not my spirit with you when the man got down from his charity to meet you? Is this the time to take money or to accept clothes, olive groves, vineyard, flocks, herds, or men's servant and maid servant? Naaman's leprosy will cling to you to your descendant forever then Gehazi went from Elisha's presence and he was leprous as white as snow and when you follow scripture you realize as he said that Gehazi's descendants would forever be lepers and as i thought about it i think about the scripture mark 8 36 that says what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and to lose his soul and what I find out is that there are godly wisdom in the word of God, there are godly wisdom demonstrated by God's servant, even in the way that they live there are godly wisdom that is portrayed um, in terms of responses and communication and I have been deeply troubled that Gehazi have been with Elijah. He has seen the miraculous work in um, Elijah's life. There was no doubt in Gehazi that he was indeed a man of God. And the fact that the man of God decided not to take anything from Naaman, he made that decision. He wanted to live his life not having to think that Naaman contributed anything to the blessing that God was going to lay on him and so not accepting godly wisdom is similar to one who after observing himself in a mirror immediately forgets what he looks like you know sometimes we might see things happening or read about things that we say this could never happen to us but as I look at the situation like I said I am I was deeply troubled and every time I read it I wonder and as I say, some of us might say that wouldn't happen, but how many times have we received the godly instruction but we do nothing about it? I think one of the disheartening thing with me is if somebody asks for advice, call you, or write you and go away doing something that is totally opposite even after acknowledging that the decision or the, the wisdom or the guidance that they have received was indeed so. Um... There's another scripture that came to my mind that says rebellion is an act, rebellion, sorry, is as a sin of witchcraft. And when I looked at the word rebellion, even though I have a fair understanding of what it is, rebellion is an act of violent or open resistance to an established government or ruler. But then there's also another definition. Rebellion is the action or process of resisting authority to have control to resist authority. And this is clearly what Gehazi did. He made a calculated move to to totally disregard the man of God's instruction to go behind his back and to say, my servant who now lives by God's word and God's anointing and God's blessing and in God's presence and to actually bring the man of God's name in such a way to discredit him and as I am talking and I know that the the concept what matters most that many of you are getting it because I'm getting many positive feedbacks but what is it that matters what is what exactly because when I'm when I present this topic it causes a moment of introspection this is not about you looking at anyone else but to look at you, the individual, as I have to do. And I'm asking you the question, what matters most? Is there something that the Holy Spirit is nudging you about or have spoken to you through his word, through songs, or through an individual? Is God saying, don't date him, don't date her, don't move to that location or state, Don't purchase that house. Don't purchase that car. Don't take that job. What is it that the Holy Spirit is telling you? Because what I find out is that oftentimes we present ourselves as if we have no idea what the Holy Spirit is saying. When I say what matters most, usually before you get a word, the Holy Spirit has already dealt with you or have been dealing with you. So it's not a matter that you're hearing this for the first time. It is an ongoing conversation that the Holy Spirit, who is a person, has been saying to you. I'm encouraging someone as you think about what matters most. Was it in regard to Gehazi abiding in God's presence? Because as long as he was with the man of God, he was in the presence of God. He was receiving blessings. Or is it self-will? seeking, as I said last week, gratification. So today, is it is it God's presence that you desire, which is His blessings and the, the, His promises that He has made known to you? Or is it that temporary satisfaction and appeasement to fulfill what you think is right, what I want, and not what the Holy Spirit is saying? So, I am challenging someone under the authority of the Holy Spirit to stop, think, make a decision that is right. What matters most? God's presence or self will? Thank you again for tuning into the voice of prayer. And as this episode is what matters most. This is part three. God bless you again in Jesus name.